0: After a long West Coast road trip to, I'll hang up and listen, everybody. Uh, it's been a minute since uh, the first two games this season uh, when they went 1-1 one and one to start the year against Ottawa and Florida. Uh, great road trip. Uh, you know, I don't think many expected him to play as well as they did. Getting wins against teams like Calgary, Vancouver. Um, you know, losing to Seattle there. <clears throat> excuse me, at the end. But to go three and one on the on the, on the road trip was a uh, a nice surprise uh to come back from the West Coast uh four and two. Uh, you know, I just you know, coming in tonight, I wasn't sure what to expect. You know, jet lag. Um, I was I, I absolutely hoping for a better effort uh tonight, which we did get against Montreal than what we got against the Kraken. Um terrible performance up and down in Seattle. Better tonight, but uh I think you're lose tonight because um you didn't play with as much desperation as the uh the Montreal Canadians. Um you may have you may have led a lot in you know certain statistics like shots on goal, but you, you definitely lost in the desperation column. And I think that was most evident uh in the final two minutes of the game where you know for the first you know, you couldn't even get the puck out of your own end. Jack Quinn with a huge mental error. Uh, he had like 20 feet in front of him to skate that puck into the zone uh, across the red line. you know, shoots it before he hits center ice, ends up being an icing. You, you know you end up with a d, a d- zone face off. Uh, takes you even more time to get the puck up ice and get comre out of the net. Uh, just a lot of mental errors and I and again, just lack of desperation. Um, two different goals tonight, one by Montreal, one by Buffalo where you you watch them throw the puck at the net whether it's a shot or, you know, just you have no other no other choice. You know, first one you saw, uh, was it was it Gallagher had the first goal? Uh, literally just put the puck on net. Just put the puck on net. Puck kicks off Comrie's, uh, you know, the the break in his pad off the toe. Hits Owen Power, right the skate, and goes in the back of the net. Like, that's what happens when you throw the puck on net, when you have no other option. And then Dylan Cousins, uh, you know, gets the puck off the pass from Bryson. Uh, top of the circle, literally just takes a shot on that, gets tipped and goes in top corner. Like I, I tweeted it out. You miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Uh, quote Michael Scott, quote Wayne Gretzky, also Dylan Cousins. And I mean, for me, it's, I, I, it, you know, I guess, you know, you won a bunch of games, uh, a handful of games here that maybe you weren't expected to win uh, out when you played out West. And then... You go into, uh, you come back home to Montreal. Fans are, you know, nipping at the bit to see to see you guys. You have a lot of Canadians fans in the house too. That's, you know, that comes with the territory. You have season ticket who sell their tickets, you know, whether you agree with it or not, uh, to make some of their money back on the season uh, because they will pay top dollar for those tickets. Um, and you, you, you know, you, you want to come home and get a get a W. Uh, they just didn't have it in them again. They didn't play with nearly as much desperation. As the uh, as the Montreal Canadiens did. Eric Comrie had a phenomenal game in net again. Um, I think one of the things that stood out to me the most was 100% his uh, rebound control. Like, yeah, that first goal, I mean, that's just bad puck luck. You know, puck kicking off the break in your pad hits Owen Power in the skate and goes to the bagger. You can't really help that. But You know, he swallowed everything, man. Like, he didn't really give up many second chances. And you kind of see the discrepancy in shots. Like, yeah, Buffalo had 45 shots to their – to their. I forget what it was. But, uh, you know, because Comrie wasn't giving up many second or third opportunities. Like, he was swallowing the puck hole, eating it up, you know, doing what you want your starting goaltender to do. And he gave him every opportunity to win a night. He was the best player on the ice for Buffalo by and far – And uh, they just couldn't get him a win tonight, unfortunately. Um, I, you know, I've touched on it yesterday and I'll touch on it again now, but I am all but done with this Casey Middlestad on the power play thing. I just, I'm just over it. Like the guy adds nothing to that side of the special teams fence. You know, he may be a good penalty killer, but you know, I get the importance of winning the, the face off on the power play. And right now he is your best face off guy, but Figure it out, man, because he is just not going to get it done for you on the power play. Power play did go one for four tonight, but on the Jeff Skinner goal, really uh, create a way to to get a goal there. Jack Quinn airmailed it, you know, sent up a meatball up in the air to the front of the net. uh, Lands right there for Jeff Skinner. Jeff Skinner makes a nice forehand, backhand move and goes right up under the bar uh, for Buffalo's first goal of the game to tie it. Um, And then, you know, Montreal takes back the lead. Buffalo comes and ties it with like, it was like five minutes left in the third. And then Josh Anderson, um, off a very, uh, you know, kind of a broken up play where, you know, you, you see, you, you see Comrie make a huge, huge save, uh, power. It hits it out with his glove, but can't get it outside of the zone. And then Anderson, uh, finds the puck and shoots it. You know, I think it went over top corner. Um, And I also can't remember if that made it through clean or not, but regardless, um, you know, just they fought, they did fight, but, you know, you need to win those games against teams like Montreal. If you want to be relevant, come near the end of the season where, uh, you know, you know, as Bill's fans, I've said this a couple of times where we're always so used to in the drought looking at that playoff graphic and always being the team that was labeled in the hunt. If you want to be in the hunt at the end of the season, you know, on the outside looking and you have to win games like this. You just have to like Montreal, you are a better hockey team than Montreal. Montreal you know, he had a good game, but you know, you have better, you have a better goaltender in my opinion. You have a better overall team in my opinion. Um, there's just no reason you shouldn't come out of that game against Montreal with two points or at least one, getting that, getting, getting that to overtime, but mo- mo- obviously two points. I think you should have you know, been able to win that game in regulation. And again, it's again, for me, it was about lack of desperation. You weren't getting bodies to the net. You weren't finding those second opportunities. Uh, you, you know, you weren't making it hard for Montebo to, to, to see the puck. Um, they even said in the post game, Dylan Cousins said, it, and so Granado, like, you know, you need, you, you need to play with some desperation in the offensive zone, you, you know, you're trying to be too cute with the puck. Uh, I even saw, like, Tage Thompson a couple of times trying to skate to too many guys. Like, you, sometimes it's not about being cute, not about making that extra pass. Just put the puck on net. You had two goals tonight where literally you just threw the puck on net and it's found its way to the twine. Like, that that's hockey, man. Those are hockey goals. Like, a goal is a goal. You don't have to be too cute with it. You don't have to make every pay in transition look Look fantastic, like we've seen a couple times this year. But you, you just need to be able to, you know, generate some desperation, you know, you know, being will, being, being willing to take a beating in front of the net, and you know, make it harder for their goalie to see the puck, like you have been in many, in many instances this season. uh You didn't do that tonight, and you, you know, you didn't deserve to win because of that. So. um Unfortunately, you know, did not go Buffalo's way. They come back into Buffalo, another home game against the Blackhawks. Pat Kane coming back home to Buffalo uh, this Saturday. I will be in attendance for that game. Pretty excited. It will be my first game of the season. This year was the first time I've missed the home opener, probably like almost 10 years. So uh, I'm super pumped to get back in the arena, see what the atmosphere is going to be like. I I imagine with Pat Kane coming to town, it's definitely going to be like an electric atmosphere, I think. I think Sabres fans have been showing out as best they can. Um, I do know with the holiday, with Halloween, it might be a little bit more difficult, you know, on a Saturday. Um, But I I don't think that'll deter people from uh, uh, showing up. Hopefully not, at least. Um, We do have a comment here from Paramat Pictures. Trade mitts for some kind of muscle. Um, I'm not like, I mean, I can, here's the thing. I get his five-on-five play has 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 been, you know, it's been good. But outside of, like, outside of that, I mean... You know, he's a good penalty killer. He's atrocious on the power play. You can find a good five-on-five hockey players, man, and that are good penalty killers. You know, he was an eighth overall pick, um, often injured. And just for me, it's just, you know, how much longer are we going to wait for Casey Middlestat, especially when this contract is up? Like, you see, you see he's too streaky of a player. He's inconsistent. And most of all, like, you know, those moments of just laziness and moments where he dogs it much like last game, which, you know, he's lucky, you know, lucky that that was such a late ending on the West coast. Cause I would have came on this show and I would have fucking lost it. Uh How his laziness uh, led to that goal being disallowed on further on an offsides review, uh, literally watch, you know, in power skate the puck into the zone and I get, you know, being bad and being terrible and just not, not being your night. There's a difference between that and being lazy. And that's what that was. It was being lazy. He was dogging it. And we've seen it in the past with Casey. We have, you know, uh, plenty of times like where he'll take a shift off here or there, or he just doesn't look like up to par, you know, at the level he needs to be, or, you know, um, you know, he's just not big enough, gets knocked off the puck very easily. Um mm-hmm. You know, and he's been, you know, one of, the, one of the criticisms of him is, you know, not coming, uh, coming, you know, we, we saw Rasmus Dahlin, uh, in his second year or second or it was his third year. He came, he, he came into the season like 20, 15 to 20 pounds heavier and it was all like lean muscle. And the guy who looked like, I remember that one picture of him playing ping pong in somebody's backyard and like swim trunks and the guy looked like Ivan Drago like he was just massive you need that stuff from Casey Middlestad man like you you know you have to put the work in away from away from the ice rink sometimes and I'm not saying he doesn't do that but it sure doesn't seem like it like you know he doesn't get into the dirty areas of the ice he doesn't you know stuff so you see Jeff Skinner do that's not Casey Middlestad's game and sometimes it just has to be you have to be willing to take a beating you have to be willing to play on on both sides of the ice uh and get into dirty areas, and that's just not Casey Middlestad's game. And um, you know, on a team like this, I think it needs to be for the culture that's being built here. You see players that stick up for one another. You know, you know, treat each other as family. I'm not saying again. I'm not saying Casey doesn't see this as that type of like see this as a family, but like it shows it shows more often times than it doesn't, at least in my opinion, where he isn't willing to go that extra mile. He's not willing to stand in front of and take a cross check or a slap to the shins or the back of the leg, you know, in order to make a play in front. Like I just, I don't see it. And I don't understand why we're still waiting to see this from Casey Middlestad. It's been five seasons. Like in, I get it. He's been injured a lot, but at the same time, like you, you see the flashes of what made him an eighth overall pick, but then you see flashes of like, huh, I get it. Like, I get the criticism because it, you, you, you're just not getting that player, you know, the player that shows that you're not getting that often enough. Um, and we can't have players on this team that are willing to take shifts off. Like, you just can't. This team can't afford it. If you want to keep building on the culture that's already ingrained here by players like Alex Tuck and Kyle Boso and Darlene, Gergensons, you can't have pl- you can't have players that are willing to take shifts off and and I, I I'll say this like I haven't been overall before before that dog shit effort um, a couple nights ago I, I haven't been I, I I'll, I'll put it this way it I haven't noticed Casey middlestat a ton which isn't great but isn't bad like you know like you, 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 like He's not playing so well to the point where it's like, we come out of like, holy shit, man, Casey had a great game. But he was also not playing, wasn't playing Ben. I was like, fuck, man, like, what is Casey doing out there? Like, holy shit, he's useless. Up until that night, before, like a couple nights ago, where literally just the laziness, you know, really stood out in a situation where you got yourself on the board and while in the process of scoring after the fact, they took a penalty and you're going to go right back to the power play with some momentum and he just completely, completely just dogged it and uh, glided back to the bench. And, you know, full well looking at what was transpiring. Owen Power getting right out of the zone and puts his team off sides. So I, like for me, it's how much longer are you going to deal with this until you have to say, you know, Casey, you're set for a couple games, you know, give, you know, put Rasmus Asplund back in the lineup or, you know, you know, whoever it is, like, you know, keep keep these players hungry. Uh, Jack Quinn too, outside of that, like that flutter pass, the you know, the air, the air mailed meatball to to Jeff Skinner. I mean, Jack Quinn, I mean, had a game like he didn't play bad, but again, he didn't stick out. And um, I just think that, and Peyton Krebs did not look good at all either, by the way, but I also think that's just for the, like the lack of playing time so far this season. Some of these guys, like, I understand you want to keep them hungry, but, like, I need to see more Peyton Krebs. Like, I need to see that guy get into a rhythm and start to look like the player that, you know, was so highly touted coming out of junior hockey and, um, you know, player we're excited about as the top prospect for um, the Vegas Golden Knights in that Eichel trade. Um, I, we, we start to need, we, he needs to start, he's, he needs to start being given opportunity. I'm not like criticizing Granato. Uh, cause obviously it's kind of like a rotating lineup right now with who sits and who, and, and who plays. Um, it's kind of like, who wants it more, who wants it the most, who's des- who's going to play with more, de- the most desperation, who's going to play with more heart. You know, I totally get why Finney Astros has been in the lineup over some guys because a guy plays with a ton of heart. He grinds every shift and he leaves it all out on the ice. Some of these players got to start doing that. You got to maybe, you know, go up, you know, play without outside of yourself and do things that maybe are outside of your skill set that you're not used to. You know, lay down in front of a shot, you know, you know, maybe di- dive at a loose puck, you know, face first, whatever it might be. And you need to put yourself in a situation where you make a play that normally you wouldn't make uh, by doing something more outside your skill set. So uh, I don't know what has to be done there, but, you know, I, you know, going into a game against chicago a a team that's clearly clearly trying to tank for Connor bedard you have you have to come out of saturday with a win Uh, no questions asked have to you have to come out of saturday five and you know with a five to three record you have to come out with two points Um, I have a lot of high hopes for this team. Like I said, I'm not going to sit here and say they're going to make the playoffs, but you have to, have to, have to win these games that you should win. You have to beat the Montreal Canadiens. You have to beat the Chicago Blackhawks. You have to beat the Seattle Kraken, like, in order to even be in that conversation. Like, I get it, the West Coast trip, you know, it's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of driving and flying around. Um, I'll give them a pass to a certain extent uh, on that. I I'll give it out. You know, you're going to have a stinker here and there, but I just don't want to see laziness. Like I don't want to see giving up on plays or shifts. Like that's all I ask for. Just go out there and skate your balls off and play as hard as you can for 60 minutes. And even if you aren't the better team, even if you have a bad game, like just don't let laziness and lack of effort become a habit for any single one of these players. So got another comment here from Paramount Pictures, not winning this one. Or Seattle is a prime example of we don't make the playoffs. We can't give games away that we should win. 100% agree. I just said that. Like you just you, you can't give away these games. Um, again, I'm not gonna sit here and say that I think this is a playoff team because I I, I don't I think, but I do think that they are in and in, in the hunt team 100% that they could be on the outside looking in, and you know make games very interesting uh, come the spring. Like why not think like that? Like I, I personally think you can. So uh with that being said, um, you know, it's been on about uh, you know, it's almost 20 minutes here. Um, keep this one short and sweet because again, I don't think that the team itself um you know played with a ton of desperation tonight. Um, and they just weren't the better team. And uh regardless of what shot count said, um, you know. Montreal, especially for like a very much younger and experienced decor, they played very well on their own end. Again, they, they eliminated second chances, uh, got pucks, you know, m- made it easy for Montebo to do his job. And uh, you know, granted, granite again, say Buffalo shot them, but you know, you just, you weren't burying the chances. You did have that one Casey middle stat chance Darlene at the end there. You know, if you want to win hockey games, you got to find ways to make those plays happen and get those bucks in the back of the net. And you have to, you know, be driving that goalie nuts uh, in the blue paint. You know, you have to get in front of them, make it tough for them. They didn't either of those things tonight. So uh, listen, I'll hang up and listen. It's been a pleasure. It's been fun to get back out uh, behind a microphone this season. I'm super excited for what's to come with this hockey team because win or lose, uh something special I think is getting ready to happen in Buffalo. Um this team has the right leadership and, leadership group. Uh finally they have the right coach. They have the right GM. I think all the cards are really full fo- like getting ready to fall in the place uh for this team to be successful in the future. Uh whether that's this season or next will uh we'll, you know that's yet to be seen. It's a long season. Uh we're only eight games in or no sorry no seven games in. Um, so a long, long season to go. So let's not try and hang our heads too much here. Again, it's not like they got pumped by Montreal, like six to three. Uh, you know, they lost three to two. So, um, again, a lot to build off here. Hopefully this is a lesson learned and we can't, you know, be dropping games like this to teams like Montreal, uh, anymore if we, uh, expect to even be in the, in the hunt by the end of the season. So with that, again, again, guys, I'll be hang up and listen. It's been brought to you by Outlet Liquor, the place to buy a case. Uh, what's your outlet over on Georgia Boulevard for your Bills game day and Sabres game night needs? Get over to Outlet Liquor and buy a case. With that said, I am Dwayne Steinell. I'll hang up and listen, and you guys enjoy your night. Go Sabres.